Welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District. Welcome back to our Park Talk Podcast studios for another episode of the 2021 State of the Park District Address. I'm your host, Samira Luthman. And continuing with our theme of rising to the challenge, I am pleased to welcome back Ray McGurry, Executive Director, and Sue Stanish, Director of Finance. Good morning. Thank you both for being here. This is an important discussion about Park District finances and challenges presented by the COVID-19 pandemic. And finances can be a complex issue regardless for any organization, but at a pandemic like we've been dealing with and and everybody else um, over the past 11 months, and it really takes this complexity to a whole new level. Fortunately, the Park District has managed its operations and finances from a position of strength with reference to long-term plans that direct the organization's future. And it's the stewardship of resources that allow the Park District to weather pandemic impacts and leverage flexibility to continue to fulfill our mission and deliver services, even in a frequently changing environment. So Sue, I'm going to start with you. Going back to the premise that finance can be a difficult topic, can you explain in layman's terms about the district's position prior to the onset of the pandemic and how that position helped the organization to weather COVID-19, not only in 2020, but also into this first part of 2021 as well? Sure, Sam. Thank you. Uh, So... Finances can be difficult, and I I think you hit on a key is that we entered the um, pandemic in a position of strength, Mm -hmm. and how we've done that consistently for this or maybe other challenges that are unknown is we have policies that direct how much we keep in the bank for rainy day funds. So similar to if you're managing your house, how much do you want to keep in the bank for emergency expenditures that will allow you to keep running your household or for us keep running the district as we move forward? Those board approved policies really gave us a roadmap that when we realized things were going to change um, significantly, uh, we had the ability to, and we'll talk, I know we'll talk a little later about what we've done, mm-hmm. but we have the ability to continue providing services um, in some way by using money that we have in the bank and also knowing that as, as we're adjusting as we go through, that we, we have that to cover us. And that's really important. Um, it is a best practice that the Park District has done for many years and allowed us, again, to get through this pandemic. And also, it puts us in a position of strength for entering future years where we still have a lot of uncertainty, but we can still provide services that probably cost us more money because of the pandemic. Okay. And I really like that explanation relating it to somebody's personal finances. I mean, that's very relatable for anybody to understand, you know, or a business and how we operate and people operate their households like a business as well. Right. And it's, 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 it is a challenge and it's a balancing act because yes, we need, we need funds in the bank to support us. Mm -hmm. Yet we're also very conscious of um, our taxpayers and how much people pay not only in taxes, but for services that we provide and program fees uh, that we're constantly looking um, to make sure that we're, we're balancing that and doing it in a responsible way. Absolutely. When the stay at home order was initiated in mid March of last year, I know that there were some important initial steps that we had to take as a district from a financial perspective. Can you talk a little bit about what we did and how those steps impacted our operations? Sure. So 
early on before the shutdown order even occurred, you'll remember, um, and all our yes, leadership all teams, well. <laughs> uh, we've talked about in February, we, we knew what the potential was. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately, I'd say we have a short-term and a long-term response that continues, but on a short-term basis, immediately our team got together, um, a collective effort by all means, and looked at our current operating and capital budget and cuts over $4 million in um, expense reductions were identified both on the operating side of how we could adjust what we're doing, where we need less resources, and then from a capital side, uh, what projects are in the works that we need to continue to fund, Mm -hmm. Uh, the the promises we made to the community of what projects would be done, and those that hadn't started that we could defer to future years or even potentially eliminate, but typically we have a 10-year capital plan, so we were able to revamp that plan to move some projects around um, and on the operations side, we looked at everything, um, labor, of course, being our largest expense, what we could do there, but down to every supply, every contractual services. What do we, um, what don't we maintain to a higher level um, right. as far as weeding goes in parks? So it was across the board, our short-term immediate response. Um, we also put in place approvals, which for a district our size, we have a lot of expenditures, over $1,000. Mm-hmm. Ray can attest and talk to how many emails he is getting, but every expenditure over 1000 um, Ray now is approving, and I'm seeing. So we're mm-hmm. evaluating what type of flowers are bought sure. um, as we move forward. So that's another example of something we did immediate in the short term. To have that level of oversight, increased level of oversight. Correct. Right. And I know that was a big effort. And one of the things that was cut, it was a a decision that we made, and we didn't take it lightly, certainly thought a lot about it, but was not printing and delivering the program guide anymore. Right. And that is huge. And I'll just say for any of the expense cuts that we talked about, there are consequences. Mm -hmm. So it's not only we're just not going to do that, but it's determining what the impact is to the services we're going to provide the community and if it's a short-term impact or right. is it something long-term. Something as important as the program guide, which saved us a lot of money, also has implications of will it impact our registrations going sure. forward. So that's a perfect example of something that we've cut short-term and we're going to continue to evaluate that right. as we move through Remains this. Remains to be seen what we'll do ultimately exactly. from a yeah, permanent standpoint. Ray, I'm going to swing over to you for a minute here. Um, Unfortunately, we had to reduce the district's part-time staff. Um, Part of what made 2020 successful for the organization also was reallocating other staff to different areas when certain facilities and programs were shut down and others were operating. What did that whole aspect look like? How did it work? Uh, Organized chaos, (laughs) but in a good way. You know, I mentioned many times that uh, in my 40 years now in public service, um, I've worked with some great individuals and great um, teams. Um, And this absolutely underscores everything. Every time I say the Naperville Park District staff is beyond a doubt the number one group of people I've ever worked with. Um, And and it showed um, during this, this. you know, pandemic, which was only supposed to be two weeks, by the way, if people remember that. Um, but unfortunately, it's we're still living it as we record this today. Um, what it looked like was uh, custodial staff working in parks. Uh, what it looked like was Sue's uh, finance staff working out at the um, golf courses or um, various other locations. 
Uh, what it looked like was HR working over in parks as well. Mm-hmm. It, it was organized chaos, but I say that uh, in, in, a, in a warming way, so to speak, is that everybody just um, stood up and knew that it was the best for the community um, and we needed to con- you know, continue to deliver our services. And this was the way we had to do it because we didn't have the people anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we, and back to Sue's comment about, you know, I see all the different expenses. It's almost embarrassing, and, and, and hopefully we're going to get out of this soon. Uh, but I was questioning the type of flowers we're planting with the experts in our parks. Sure. Just from a cost standpoint. So right. so I want your listeners to understand that we, we drilled down to that level. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to have flowers, but can we get a less expensive one that looks as nice? And right. as I'm learning more and more about the um, – you know, horticulture and all the things that go along with it and planting, um, we were actually getting the cheapest flower mm-hmm. uh, just on those um, on that basis. So uh, that, again, just shows, you know, I hope it shows um, the, the, the residents that uh, we, we took this seriously and, and the men and women of this organization uh, that stepped up, you know, I, I always use a term that my, one of my best friends, George Pradle, used to use, uh, the former mayor, was, I'm so proud. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a very proud moment. It's a sad moment that we've lost so many lives in this country and certainly in this in this uh, community. Um, but if there's anything to be proud of, if there's any benefit, and, and I know that was a question that I asked all of my leadership team members is, give me one word that describes um, what 2020 looked like. And some of it was chaos, but a lot of it was camaraderie. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was Absolutely. teamwork. Mm-hmm. And you can just see that come through. Um, and you can feel that. Mm-hmm. And I've not worked in. I've worked in many organizations. I mean, I don't want your listeners to think I've worked in like twelve different places, but big organizations. That was wallpaper. That was like, oh, it looks nice, but behind the behind the the wallpaper and the wall mm-hmm. didn't look so pretty. Um, if anything could, if there's any benefit, it just absolutely showed me and showed each other uh, just how strong of an organization this is and the goal. To, to, I mean, listen, people could have laid down in this. Right. People could have said, oh, it's COVID, I can't do this. Oh, it's COVID. People stepped up. There was none of that. And it was, it was yeah. stepped up if you were working from your house. Right. If you were working in the parks, they stepped up. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that really struck me, too, is I know we talked about this earlier in the week, mm-hmm. just the fact that staff really pulled together. There was unity. There was more cohesion than ever. There was great teamwork. And I had always considered this a great, you know, team-oriented organization, but it really took it to a whole new level, and that was definitely this the silver proof. lining. Absolutely. You always want to see proof. Right. I mean, my former police days, I need evidence, <laughs> please. <laughs> right, definitely. Ray, I've got another question for you. Uh, more than ever, achieving balance has been the key in operating the district over the past year, and as Sue mentioned, significant reductions are made, but it's not like we could close up shop because we have our mission to fulfill. Mm-hmm. We have to do this for the community. How does our mission play into the reductions we made versus those we didn't? Because we still needed to keep moving on. Great question. Um, so the reductions we made, by and large, were capital. Yes, we, 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 we had to let some people um, furlough people. Um, but as Sue mentioned, you know, the, 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 the nice thing, um, and, and again, I'll go back to my law enforcement days, is we had a plan. We knew this was coming in February. Right. You know, I'm not going to throw other members of, of other park districts under the bus, so to speak. Um, but I was getting emails the first and second week of April from them going, oh, oh my God, what, what are you doing? And I've, I, w- I would like to say to them, well, 
Why aren't you, you know, where you been? Right. You under a rock? I mean, you got to be kidding me that you didn't see this coming. They've told you it's coming. They've told you. I mean, so, uh, you know, we had a plan in, in, in place. The one thing that I refused to do, and, and it became eh, semi-controversial with some of our board members, was I'm not going to cut back on delivering the services um, specifically, the physical fitness and, and mental fitness, those are great. But from a mental health standpoint, mm-hmm. anybody listening to this, there's not one person that could honestly come into my office or email me after they hear this and say, you're, you're full of it. Uh, mental health was not that big of a deal. Because every one of us knows somebody that is struggling. It's a huge okay? issue. The yep. suicide rate, 400% up in DuPage County. Um, that's got to tell you something. Right. So we needed to reach those people um, and, and not give them false hope, but, but give them hope. Give mm-hmm. them a, an outlet. And the outlet would be, if it's the e-games, the virtual reality things that we're doing, right. uh, all the things that we've come up with. Um, you know, w- When we first came up with the e-games, and we talked about that a couple years ago. Remember, you and right. I were talking yes. about that. Um, I thought it was a horrible idea. I said, we want people out in the parks. We want people out of their houses. Um, well, I'm an, I'm, an, I'm an idiot. You know, this actually is, is a great thing because people recreate in different ways. Right. And this is a way now that I think will be around forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully on a lesser scale, maybe the people will actually come out and get back in the parks. Now, we did see a big presence, you know, people using trails and trying to, right. to be healthy in our golf game. More I than ever, you're, really. You're going yeah. to be talking right. about golf later, I'm sure. Sure, um, yes. But just for me personally and, and being in... in, in the law enforcement field, I keep going back to that, but I have lots of experience with people that are hurting. Mm-hmm. And, and we had you know, people within our organization who were hurting from just going through this, but certainly the residents out there, that, that, that Jane or that Joe that are sitting at home, out of work, now what? Right. So I, I think that is, is, a, is a, if you want to talk about a, a silver lining of, of, of the, the, the pandemic, it's, is that the fact that we we're able to bring our services into your home and give you, I guess I'll go back on my word and say, give you hope, right. get you through this. Right. Um, you know, the term, we're all going to get through this together. I know I came out with a list of things I don't ever want to hear again. <laughs> That's probably one of them. Right. And, or the new normal. No, I want to go back to normal. Let's go back to normal. Right. Definitely. And as Ray mentioned, the pandemic has affected a lot of people, probably everybody to some degree. And it's, you know, whether it's illness, job loss, kids learning remotely, everything's kind of been in an upheaval for almost the last year. Understanding that these aspects have impacted some of our residents as well. Sue, can you explain what action the board took to help provide some relief to the community? Sure. And I'll I'll focus on not the mental and physical aspect, but the financial Mm -hmm. um, aspect. So for our 2021 budget, which is approved, and we start actually working on that in July, um, with so much uncertainty coming up, um, we were able to um, hold the taxes flat for our taxpayers. Mm -hmm. Um, So $7 to $10 per taxpayer, it's not a ton of money, um, but it's what we could do – 
and the board was in full support of this, of holding our, our tax request flat to what we had last year. And why is that um, so significant for us as a park district, maybe compared to some other types of taxing bodies that collect property taxes, that we rely heavily on tax support? Um, it is our mm-hmm. main revenue source um, that you know helps support all the capital that we do. It supports our operating. And followed up by we also collect fees for our programs, but for all of the things we do of our parks and um, trail maintenance where we don't have fees, we rely um, heavily on property taxes. So being able to provide that relief um, was important, mm-hmm. and we were able to do that. Um, for a lot of reasons that we talked about is that we had we have conservative spending plans and also money in the bank that we can um, approach 2021 still with a lot of uncertainty and know that we can go ahead and provide services as we're planning to and still provide that a little bit of financial relief um, for the community and I think that was an important message too for us to convey to the community through that that action yes I want to conclude by mentioning that we received some good news in 2020 regarding the renewal of the district's AAA bond rating from Moody's Investor Service. This is the highest rating given, and for the district to continue to be renewed at that level, it's really a testament to our good stewardship of financial resources, as you both have talked about today, on behalf of our residents. Sue, last question. Can you briefly explain why our AAA bond rating is significant to the district and the community? Sure. So um, a couple reasons. We did get rated because we were able to refund some debt. So we had debt that had a higher interest rate. And because of the rating, we were able to get a lower interest rating when we refunded that, taking advantage of where we are uh, with interest rates in the market today. Mm -hmm. Um, So other than really when we borrow, we get a lower interest rate. That's a straightforward um, benefit to a AAA rating. But really much bigger than that is a AAA rating, um, from my perspective, is trust. It's trust. Uh, that the community and anyone who does business with the district can trust that we manage our financial house in the best way possible, Mm -hmm. um, that our credit is good, that our management is good, and really that when you think about it, our leadership from the board, you know, to raise leadership Mm -hmm. is we're, we're all on the same boat and we're all going in the same direction. And to me, when you get an independent um, financial um, analysis like a AAA rating does, it just reconfirms that we are doing the right things. We're doing the right things with our reserve policies um, and how we operate our financial house. Mm-hmm. So it really is, is again, another trust factor. Sure. Trust, integrity, all of those important things. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think the best example would be for your uh, listeners, our listeners, is uh, we ma- how we manage our money is totally opposite than how the state of Illinois does. Right. That will pretty much just tell you what AAA means. Because some people hear that term and they go, that sounds really good, but exactly what is that? So just think sure. about the state of Illinois and then think about us. Mm-hmm. And so we're good. Illinois needs a, a little work on how they manage their money. <laughs> right. Ray and Sue, thank you for being a part of this episode regarding district finances. I appreciate your insights, and I know that we're hopeful that 2021 is going to be a much better year, not only for the Park District, but our community as well. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide park and recreation experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District. 